So just a big thank you once again to each and every one of our listeners uh, for listening in, guys. I know we're in the busy horse sale season, so a lot of these podcasts are going to be about the auctions, results, so on and so forth. Um, the big one we're going to be doing today and talking about is the Breeders uh, Select Sale, the Breeders' Cup Sale or whatever they call it there. Uh, it was a first annual um, I myself was not there. I had wanted to be there, uh, but we had an auctioneer in Mount Hope. And so I was here in Mount Hope on Wednesday as well as now on Friday, which is today. Um, we're going to be having an auction. So I was sitting up here in Mount Hope and trying to figure out how's it going to be down in Springfield. But from what I hear from the public, what I hear from Mark, they had a substantial sale at an absolutely good solid sales so very excited to hear that about the industry right now but other than that guys we've got a lot of horse sales coming up here in the next couple of weeks and mark i know your schedule is going to be really busy um what what do y'all got going on well um we're um with we had these sales here in the last couple of weeks we had the expo showcase this sale it was like kind of an airport at home you know you yeah. come home yep. and kind of repack and get out of here again so uh focus right now is making the winter issue so usually by now i have all that stuff all laid out but um i have uh, quite a bit of stuff to mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. together and get my hands on um so busy couple uh, next two weeks because uh we're submitting the 22nd yesterday in two weeks and we got a lot of stuff to do yet so uh ad deadline is uh 14th next thursday uh, December 14th. So, uh, anybody that's still looking to advertise stallions or, you know, horses going to sales and stuff, uh, feel free to contact me. Uh, we can still get you in. And, uh, yeah, so the winter issue, uh, releases the fourth, we're submitting 22nd, uh, releases January 4th, comes out in the mailboxes, you know, week after that or so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and then we go to Harrisburg, um, and then we have stallion presentation here at Mount Hope. And yeah, we have a Gordyville actually before that. I forgot to mention that mm-hmm. it's actually a Christmas sale is I believe the 27th of December. I'm just looking on. The That's my birthday. Calendar. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, and then 29th and 30th, which is always on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, last two days of the year is Gordyville. That's always the night. Did you see the book already of Gordyville? Feel geliebte friend. It is, it is unreal. And it is um, loaded. Yeah, it that'll is be just, very interesting to see what they did. Benny Schrock does a very good job of, you know, doing this sale, and he's on the committee by himself, so he does a substantial job on doing that sale. So very excited um, to see what the horses are going to do there out there in Gordyville. I just, I myself, the showcase. I just looked through a book. Um, I didn't even study it, but from what I hear from people saying, there Jeez. is more talk about that sale. And the you know the quality consignments coming in there, then probably that I've ever heard of any sale. I mean, there's always a lot of talk of the memorial sale, but there is a lot of people talking about consignments and stuff coming to to Gordyville. So it's going to be an incredible sale. It's going to be a lot of fun if you've never been there. Uh, and it's it's between Christmas and New Year's, so you're not normally you're not working uh, except the guys who have jobs that work Saturdays evenings uh, and guys like me to do that. But, and then I saw, uh, I got my Winterfest uh, catalog. I saw that is uh, January 3rd. Is oh, on a Tuesday. I didn't even see the date I, on that. Thing. I thought that was on uh, between Christmas and new year's, but I think they changed that date to uh, January the 3rd. So uh, first sale of the year, yeah. uh, that's there at the Mech center. 
So. so that'll be very interesting. Why don't you tell us a little bit, Mark, about the Breeders' Cup, the select sales, so on. Um, I heard the mares were through the roof. Uh, you know, they were really expensive in, in the showcase. And thinking they were through the roof again down there at that sale, uh, it's extremely exciting to see that happening. What kind of what kind of highlights did we have? They were. Uh, horses sold very well. But before that, um, these guys put on an event down there. It was a true... Um, it was a true, they did some stuff that <clears throat> I never seen. And I knew of the, you know, a couple of the stuff that they were going to mm-hmm. be doing that I never seen in standard breads before. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new thing. They had a lot of ideas, great ideas and stuff. Um, the event, uh, I was actually never there at the champions arena or the champions center before. Um, big arena. I'm telling you what, some of those horses went in there and put on a show like, Never. Uh, a lot of the drivers and stuff talked about that ring. They were like, they want to be back in that ring. Their horses, <clears throat> it's a big ring. It's a wide ring. And guys could just go in there they and could just hit the flat turns. out tear it up. It was yeah. unreal. That and a lot of them talked about the footing. It's real dirt and uh, the footing is unreal. But uh, these guys, a big shout out to Yara uh, and his crew there. They, you could see... Um, they worked very hard to make this happen. Um, just, you know, the first part of the week they came in there and they had a lot of work to do um, to make this happen. Like they said, even like the stalls and stuff were not cleaned and all that. They had to clean all those stalls out and then they washed part of the building. He said, Yura said there was like 50 year old dust in there probably. So big shout out to them. They made it happen. Um, that right now I'm going to interrupt you on this one. That's one thing that I always noticed and I always admired Yuri about is it doesn't matter. I'm not even sure how old he is, but it doesn't matter. That guy, if there's one thing he can do, and that is bust his hind end. He can yeah. work hard and he can make something happen. That, and you could see it, like his family and stuff, like all the boys, mm-hmm. they were so aggressive. They just dig in and, and make it happen. Make it happen. And, and it, oh, I just about cried that I couldn't be down there uh, with him. I had a real good talk with him. And, and in all reality, for a guy that I never really knew well, um, coming from Iowa and coming in here, I think I think he's somebody that we can probably uh, learn some things from just watching him, uh, just from what he's doing to the industry. So I'm excited about Definitely. that. Definitely. And you can see um, there was a different group of people there than, you know, a lot of these sales that you saw a lot of new faces at this sale that you never see before. Um, and a lot of them were Iowa people. Um, people that used to go out, you yeah. know, be out there yeah. at his sale there in Iowa, and they came in here for this. Um, some of them relatives and stuff, but a lot of people like this is down, you know, southwestern yeah. Ohio. Yeah. A lot of people like from Gallopolis, all mm-hmm. those. A uh, lot of small community people were at the sale there, and some of them consigning horses. A lot of them buying and stuff, and uh, so it was it was unreal, exciting. Horses were. Um, <clears throat> what was top man? Uh, what, what are I the think uh, I don't have the number. I saw right in forty in there. I saw yeah, forty thousand uh, in there. I think there was two mares sold for forty. Um, I should have a list here. Uh, Jason Beachy, Great Lakes Equine. He sold America Dabra mare um, out of a Dewey Cheetah and How uh, mother. I believe she brought forty six thousand. Wow. Uh, she was prepped there by Eric Rock, uh, Bear Creek Stables. 
He was there again. Big shout out to that young kid, he man. Had, he, he is a rock hand, star right he now. He had his hands full there. He had a, about every six horses he was back in. He had an aisle, aisle and a half full of horses. Really, he had a great crew. He's got a young crew working for him, and they're well, that's all why you, That's why you root for them. I mean, they're young. That Not, not one this. of them is over 21. He, I don't know. He's 18 years old. Yeah. He had one guy working for him, young married guy. He's probably 23, yeah, 4. Yeah. Um, but uh, I talked to him last night, and um, I asked if they're about burned out. And he said, well, yeah, we actually are. We got to go home and focus on some Gordieville horses now. There's no time to go home, goof off, because yeah. they got another sale, big sale coming up. And um, he actually drove one of the Gordieville horses down there that he has a nice gelding. So uh, he's pretty fired up about that. But um, back to the sale. Yeah, that mare brought, uh, I believe she brought 46000 Then there was another mare from uh, Chris Hirschberger, kind of had a dispersal sale mm-hmm. um, down there. He actually had a lot of, I don't even know the exact number. I saw a lot between twenty and 30000 from Chris time. Hirschberger. He had a mare. His top mare brought 40000 She was a crazy blue sky out of his Sierra Cosmos mare. Oh, she Trying was out of that. Her here. Was she out of that... Uh, she wasn't out of the Flowing Queen's daughter, was she? No, 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 no. no, no. I'm thinking out of the there. other. Uh, I can't find her here. She was also prepped by, by Eric Rock. Um, she brought forty thousand. Big black mare, nice mare. She was bred to. Um, I can't find her now. She was bred to. Uh, I believe she was bred to Coastal's Chetty. Oh yeah. Um, which is another horse that's going to leave his mark here uh, in the next. Um, he actually left his mark already Saturday. Uh, in the yearling sale, but we're going to hear a lot from that horse. He has some very so? nice offspring, yeah. Well, if you just look, um, that that thing was about as fancy and and a small head, a very pretty Aussie son. Uh, so that'll be exciting for them to see. And he's owned by Marlon Hirschberger, yeah. right? Christie's son. And that's what I'm excited for Marlon and them guys. They're young, um, but I like seeing young people like that in the industry. It's always a lot of fun. But the the mare sale, what I saw just looking for, uh, through the catalog, there was not a lot of mares that sold under 10000 I mean, you guys had a lot of mares um, selling for good money. The yearling and the weanling sale, I didn't hear any results or see anything from that. The uh, I wanted to touch on the stallions. They sold a couple stallions as well. Um, lot number 112 was a consignment also of Chris Hershberger, Marlon Hershberger, uh, Raging Eagle. Um, he was prepped by Hershey Acres Equine. Um, started by Newtown Chocolatier, now the Sierra Cosmos mayor, My Butterfly. He sold for, it was somewhere in the $35,000, $37,000 range. And then uh, CJ's Champ is a horse that we've seen around yeah, some. Yeah. He was also owned by Marlon and Christie. Uh, he sold for $33,000. Um, and he's standing in Kentucky, I believe, okay. down in uh, Horse Cave or in Cub Run area somewhere there. Um Here's another one, Ozzy Mare out of Fondy Diamond, 21.5. Um, another crazy blue sky mare for 15. There there were so many of them. Here was a, um, here was a nice mare. I remember this mare. She was a, a muscle massive Cadabra Angus Hall mare from Gingrich's. Um, she brought 29,000. She was nice. She was big, uh, tough, and uh, she put on a show, 29,000 for that mare. I can't name them all. There were so many of them. A lot of them between fifteen and thirty thousand, just on and on. I thought their quality was very consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, we always like to see these mares bring sixty, eighty thousand, but mares for they sold mares for fifteen to thirty thousand dollars just on and on, you know, mares that were bred and stuff, you know, nice mares and stuff. But I thought the market was yeah. very, yeah. very strong. What about the yearlings and, and how how did that go? Uh yearlings we actually had to leave a little earlier. Um Yearling sale actually started, and I might touch some more on uh, their morning session that they had. Um, they had what they uh, call a curing right at first. Oh, I, I know all like, about that, man. I'm in the Frisian industry. Yeah, sometimes. it was yeah. like uh, this, is, this is kind of a different thing, but it was a brand new thing in the history of standard bread. So um, it was very interesting to me. I was like, you know, I went in with a pretty open mind. I was like, how does this even work? And how, mm-hmm. you know, um, basically what they do is they have a guy out in the center, and um, he has a scorecard where, yeah, he basically puts his opinion. You know, some mm-hmm. of the ratings were, let's say, it was like uh, confirmation. Um, overall confirmation was like a, a rating from 1 to 20. Um, you had to pick a number. Like, let's say it was a nice one. You'd give him an 18. And then you had like head and neck confirmation was like a 1 to 15 rating you give. You know, I a like 13 that. or a 14, like whatever. That. And then there was um, trot. Uh, overall balance trot was like a 1 to 20. That's just mm-hmm. basically looking at the whole horse when he's trotting down. Um, and then front-end movement and back-end movement was also 1 to 15. So you could, uh, if you'd have everything perfect, you could score a 90. Um, and there's two Colts, and they're scored 83. So there was some very, very nice Colts in there, you know, all-around complete packages. Um, so what happens, you, you bring your cold in, you get, you know, you're not just going to win the class because you just have a colt that's very nice or one that just moves high. It's, it's, you get a, you get an overall rating of the whole horse. Um, you know, it's, of course, it's one guy's opinion. Um, but it's still like, you know, that way it's not like you just won the class, you know, where you're, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, what the colt's strong point is and stuff. They had like, um. Right at first, I'm not sure how many Colts they had, 12 or 15 of them in there. Actually, no, there was a lot more than that. I got a sheet. Um, it's not in front of me right now, but uh, that was pretty interesting. There was a lot. And that was kind of their uh, – there was weanlings and yearlings. That's and that their was, presentation That was of their the presentation of the, of the Colts. So in the morning, 7, 30, 8 o'clock, they started that. Um, each Colt would come in, stand up in front of the judge. Judge mm-hmm. would expect it. It was just confirmation, you know, he was scoring it, going around, looking at it, and then um, they would just basically trot him around the arena one time, and the guy was just watching him. Just curious, just, who was the judge? Uh, Mike Heron. Okay. Mike Heron from Iowa. He actually did a little seminar in the evening on roadsters and stuff. And Nice. That's the other thing um, that they did in the evening that was, like, a crowd favorite of the whole event was they brought um, – Four road horses in the ring. And here again, we had one of the best rings you can drive yeah. in. And they brought uh, two of Richard Yoder's horses. Uh, Manga was one. And um, what is the Beth? Uh, Big Stick Lindy. Frontier mare. Beth. Yeah, that mare. And then Enough Already was there. John Hershberger drove him. And then Eric Rock drove that gelding he's got going to Gordyville. Young horse. Two-year-old. Yeah, ah. three or four-year-old. Ah. He put on a show. Um, so they went in and they basically performed a road class. And, um, when they went for the third gear, we did a little bit of yelling and, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. So, uh, that was definitely a crowd highlight and that's something mm-hmm. they'll do every year. I'm sure. 
But uh, back to the carrying. Um, yeah, basically they took um, one lap around, and the next colt comes in. It, it's not a thing that takes long at all. Mm-hmm. Each colt's got four minutes, uh, approximately three minutes, and you just watch it. Kind of gives every colt the opportunity to be in the spotlight one time, um, you know, where everybody's looking at it. And, um, you know, of wow. course. So that was that was very exciting. Um, as far as their payout stuff, I'm not 100% sure. I know they're going to have a payout on a futurity type thing next year or might even only, you know, the year after that. But this year was kind of a – it was just the sale horses. Um it's all hooked up and they got it all figured out. Like you got to buy a stud fee, sell a stud fee or buy a stud fee to be in the futurity mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. I didn't figure out all the details. They got literature and stuff. I'm sure we'll have a podcast on that Big thing. Time. Next We're going to, we'll, we'll have that in depth. So it was, it was super, it was exciting. The Stein presentation was very good. Um, there was a lot of nice horses there. Um, I thought the studs like, the horses went in there and put on a show like never before. Some of the horses, like... Oh, they had a beautiful ring. It was just unreal. Like, everything was... The stage, the stage was set, yeah. so... Good. Well, hey, I tell you what, that's got, definitely going to be a sale. If you weren't there uh, this year, you want to try to make it next year and, and go down there and see what they've got. But meanwhile, guys, um, we've got some big sales coming up yet this fall, and we hope to see you there. I wanted to touch on the yearlings yet. I kind of mm-hmm. shoved it off. We actually, I just watched them as they started, uh, and then we were listening to them on the way home. But I had seen all the yearlings and stuff, so I kind of had in my mind. I sold. I thought they sold high. Yeah. They were selling very well. Um, there was a Conway Hall stud colt brought twenty five thousand. Um, he was consigned by Daniel Gingrich. Um, Conway Twitter was his name. He had a great video. Uh, he also had another Cadabra stud colt uh, that has some chrome. Very nice colt that sold for, it was also up in the 20 range somewhere. I'm not 100% sure in that. And then there was a lot of colts brought 10, 15,000, just on and on. So, um, yeah, like I said, I actually wasn't in the yearling sale, but I saw them all, and then we listened to them on the way home. They were selling very, very well. So, Good to do. All right. Hey, thanks, guys.